Outside shows for a couple dollars, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back to Wednesday night brew party. Little Wednesday night brew party never hurt anybody. I mean, unless you excessively drink and go too hard, but we're not planning to do that tonight. Well, at least not yet. Let's see how this conversation goes. I'm betting on it's going to be a great one. I'm going to be joined. I'm going to bring them on here in just a second. Three gentlemen from the Three Man Weave podcast. We are entering the weave tonight, folks. We're going to be weaving hard. So I've got AJ, I've got Hill, and I've got Cannon from the Three Man Weave podcast. I'm going to bring them all on right now. There we go. Boys, how are we doing? Thank you so much for joining us. So happy to uh, so happy to have you guys here. What's that? What's Thank going you. on, man? And I let you down. I don't have a brew. I'm sorry. It's good. It's good. I got enough for all of us, guys. Oh, there you, uh, go. I got, I got, you know, we, we don't do a show without the red cup around these parts. You know, a little, a little tequila never hurt nobody. So if you see me sweating, you know what? I, I love it, man. So AJ joined us for our NFL Drafts show. But now I'm happy to have all of you guys together on the show. So let's talk about you guys. So you're the three-man weave how did you get that started? You guys, lifelong friends. Did you come together, you know, through the internet or how do we meet? I, I just need a background. Tell me, tell me all about it. Who want to hold this? Yeah, can't, yeah, can't, yeah, can't, yeah can't, go ahead, hold this down. <laughs> well, but well, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. All right. So, all right. I knew Hill first. I think Hill and I knew each other first. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think AJ and I knew each other second. Um, we all went to college together. Okay. Um but in the midst of that, um, Hill and I are very tight. In the midst of that, um, Hill and AJ became very tight. And in the midst of all of that, all three of us became uh, very tight. Now, we, over the years, we've known each other 10 years plus at this point. Over the years, we have had some knockdown, <laughs> smackdown, drag out debates regarding sports. I mean, to the point where I don't even want to talk to you no more. I, I can't even <laughs> talk to you no more. Um, and but it's it's always been love. Uh, we are true friends. We consider ourselves brothers. And um, I think Hill honestly pitched the name to us, and we all just loved it. Um, and so three man weave. I, I, did I get it right, fellas? Yeah, you know the three man, <laughs> three man weave drill. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's right. fine. Yeah, the three-man weave drill, you know, the basketball drill. Everybody mm-hmm. touches the ball. You know, the ball don't touch the floor. You know, we got all all our own separate opinions, but, you know, the all-common goal, you know, get that goal in the, get that ball in the basket. So we come together. We try to change that narrative. You know, try to put a little spin on it from what the mainstream media gives you. Mm-hmm. So out of, out of the three of you, who's who's got the hottest takes? Who, who, all, who makes the other two? You know, go, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> I, think <laughs> the might, most. I, I think we all have our, our moments, but I might I might take that crown when it comes to I was damn sure going to say you. But, oh, but hey, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll definitely going to say AJ. In, in, in my defense, sometimes, like I say, it come around. It comes nah, around. It definitely comes around. Because <laughs> for me, one thing that I don't like to do, I don't like to just, you know, spit out hot takes just to get a reaction out of these two because i know i can get a reaction out of these two regardless because so like especially like 
if you look at a lot of our past episodes, we've argued for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But we've agreed pretty much. But yeah. it's one little <laughs> one little detail that, you know, may be different. I think it was just last episode, Hill and I, we were arguing about the Celtics. We both wanted Danny Ainge fired, but mm-hmm. we were like putting blame on different places. But we literally yeah. agreed almost on every point, but just because yeah. we didn't agree on one part, we can argue about it for 30, like for 30 mm-hmm. minutes or more. And so mm-hmm. um, the conversations, they get very passionate. They're very fun. But yeah, I'll take the cake where I got the I got the hottest takes. But, you know. <laughs> Listen to me now. Believe me later on. <laughs> <laughs> what What are some of your guys' favorite episodes you've been able to do? Because I know, I remember on the draft show, you were telling me you had a couple of Golden Gloves boxers on. And I mean, you were we were talking before the show about all the different teams you guys root for. So you're covering a wide variety of sports here uh, on Three Man Weave, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we don't necessarily just cover sports either. We cover life. music, yeah. movie, life. Um, Love it. All of it. So we've had some really great episodes that that are in a wide range. We've I know personally, one of my favorite episodes is the one that we did with Hugh Jackson, um, just because that was that that was kind of a shock. And, you know, it was great conversation. We talked basketball. You know, we talked life. Uh, We pitched to him about, you know, possibly coaching at HBCU. And guess what? He's coaching at an HBCU now. So it's just like, you know, uh, seeing how all of that played out. And it came almost probably about a year to the date where we had a conversation about him and an episode named about from him from when he got fired from the Browns. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it, you know, the way things played out and the way the universe kind of played out. That's one of my favorite episodes. So, I mean, you just take credit for his new coaching job. You know, you got to hit him up. Be like, hey, we get any. We get any, I mean, we get any part knows, of the contract, he, coach. He, he knows, you know, that we 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 brought it up, and so he he respects that. Um, but I, I'll go the opposite spectrum of AJ. I was I was trying to prove a point to these guys recently, so I went back to some <laughs> older. I went back to an older episode, and I I actually had to look up a boxing date, and I was like, all right, let me listen to an episode around this time. And it was just it was just us three on there, no special guests. Um, but we were talking about the future of boxing. I think it's maybe it's either 2018 or 2019. Um, and it was literally the week or, or the the week after Sean Porter had fought um, you guys. Um, and we kind of broke that fight down and kind of predicted the future of boxing um, for a few of the divisions. And if damn it, if we weren't spot on. And I had asked these guys to go back and listen to it. That's probably my favorite episode because it truly shows you know the growth from where we first started you know to just having takes to actually having sound takes that Mm -hmm. are actually panning out and coming to fruition so um that's one of my favorite episodes i'm gonna be biased you know all of our episodes Mm -hmm. is pretty good but i'm (laughs) no one in particular we had a social injustice episode we brought in a lot of uh different people with them in various communities uh that that doing something um not necessarily political, but more so, you know, radical in that field. And we just had a, just a a discussion, you know, got everybody let, you know, a, a intense discussion, not intense, a, um, in-depth discussion, you know, let everybody get their thoughts out. And mm-hmm. it was very powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. It's definitely, that's cool because it's a way to switch it up from something you're not, you know, used to talking about on the podcast, but then it opens up like such a wonderful conversation, I'm sure. So yeah. what's... The, What's the schedule like when you guys release your episodes? Where can everybody find them? <laughs> Tell me about that. I, I, I want the promo. I want it all, dude. We're plugging. We're we're gonna, plugging we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna let we're gonna let Hill do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So run the whole promo while you at it. All right. Well, first, we, we 
we in the straight of transition right now because of my my work schedule. So mm-hmm. in a I few weeks, in, in a few weeks, we should get a definite date of when we're going to be recording weekly. We try to you know provide you try to give out content weekly. Um, but until then, you know you can catch us on all major podcast platforms. Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You want to email us? You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. And we here. Like I said, we have a fa- we have a Facebook group. It's yes. called Three Man Weave Group. Um, like I said, we don't if we're not able to get into um, an episode, we just go ahead and give our thoughts out there and just start a discussion there. Everybody feel free to start whatever discussion they want to. You know, it's free range in there. Yeah, we're just a part of the people. Pretty, pretty hilarious memes get dropped in that group. Like, I, <laughs> the funniest one, I actually used it on, on one of my last podcasts. One of the videos was whoever put the, the fucking Forrest Whitaker's head on, on yeah. LeBron. Yeah, that, was <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time, man. Uh, <laughs> Look at this. They actually answer emails, which is dope. <laughs> good, on, good on you guys. We gotta yeah, yeah. we wanna we wanna make sure we get everything through, you know. Absolutely, bro. Eric uh Eric Hughes checking in. What's up, fellas? And then uh Daniel Blakely as well. What's going on? Thank you guys for joining the show. So let's get into it. So you guys talked about it a little bit earlier. The big news today, Danny Ainge stepping down from the Boston Celtics. Uh, his career is over. You know, who knows if any if Kyrie stepping on the logo had anything to do with that. I choose <laughs> to believe yes. Um, <laughs> and Brad Stevens is now promoted to a front office role. What's your guys' initial take on this? Because, I, you know, I, I rolled up to work today and I see that on the TV and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, really? Uh, I, I mean, I the whole Ainge move it doesn't shock me, but Stevens, you know, wanting to move up. To that, to that role, kind of, uh, that is where I was a little lost. What do you guys think? About damn time. Get Ainge ass up out there. I mean, like we discussed on our last episode, it was just like, at the end of the day, you've had, you've had a team that went from, you know, just a couple, you know, years away, almost there. So now you, you know, what, five years, you, you took a couple years away now with all those draft picks. He just sat on his hands too long. And as his, his job is to acquire the, acquire the talent, and get them over the hump and, you know, make them a contender. And mm-hmm. people talk people talk about, oh, well, he was just, you know, in the Easter Conference Finals, Easter Conference Finals, Easter Conference Finals. But th- what ha- what do you have to show for that? And after after a point, you got to go. It's just like, um, it was like, what, Marty Schottenheimer with the Chargers went like 14-2, and got fired? Because it's like, bro, at the, at the end of the day, yeah, you got here, but now we need to get over the hump. And sometimes you got you to gotta shake the room to get over that hump. And so, yeah, there's, I, I'm shocked to see Brad Stevens go to the front office, uh, especially after what the rumors were for, for some of those uh, college well, coaching jobs. Mm, <laughs> well, if you if you listen to what I put in the chat, first of all, I got to give credit to Hill. Hill has been saying, I think all season, that if Danny Ainge don't get it done, he has to be gone. And, and I've agreed with him every step of the way. Um, but we put it into our Facebook group last week. And mm-hmm. and when I agree with Hill, someone said, "Okay, well, if you get rid of Danny Ainge, who who do you bring in?" I say, "You bring in a young person who has a business background, a financial mm-hmm. background, and who knows has an expertise of and a knowledge of the sport." 
And when you think about that, that's a, that's exactly who Brad Stevens is. So it's like, I'm not shocked about that hire. That's the type of hire that I was talking about. They actually broke the mold and they stay in house because I, I honestly don't think, you know, I, I think that it was time to move on from Brad as a coach because that that's no longer working either. You know, same thing with Danny. So it's like, okay, let's try you here, you know, because he got the degrees. He 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 got the he's been around college, so he knows development. Um, he's been around the NBA. He's made it work. You know, let's see what he could do as the president. I, I actually like the move, and it was time for Danny to go. So I, I think it's a good hire, honestly. Yeah. Uh, where do you guys see them going with you know head coaching candidates? Who who potentially fills that role? Do you think they go another young guy there? Is this another move? Do they take a page out of the Nets playbook and hire, obviously not Steve Nash, but but a former player that's never coached before? Or they're kind of just trying to make a splash. That also doesn't seem like very Celtics at, at all, you know, their their tradition. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Where, where do they go with the head coaching position? Hill, I'll and start with you. That's where it's going to be key mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. whoever he hires is going to be very pivotal for what they do next. If he hires somebody like his, his top assistant, or somebody that he has a familiar with, or, you know, somebody he's acquaint acquaintance with. Mm-hmm. Then you're basically hiring a puppet. Okay, so now you're in the front office, really still coaching. You're still controlling everything moves, but you're nearly not doing the day to day coaching. Is that really a change? That's really more more the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you may you may make some different moves that maybe Danny Age didn't do. Cool, but more and more, are you really changing? Do you really realize what you what the mistakes that you made? So that's really going to be pivotal for me. Yeah, we can go ahead and give up on Mark Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I, would, I, I would like to. That would it would be good to see him with with that squad and that. I would like to see that. I like. I'm 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 proposing for Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell has been paying his dues as an assistant coach for a while. He, he played for the Celtics for a little bit. He knows he knows the area. He knows the team. He knows the franchise. He's a credible player. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So now these players can have somebody that they can lean on. They actually knows he's a champion. They actually and he been there. He been he's a good player. They can actually listen to him. So he's, an alien. he's also an alien. He definitely is an alien. Men in black, <laughs> men in black too. He's starting that. But that that's my component. So that's my thing. So if if Brad if Brad Stevens can get him the players, I think yeah. Steph can make some things work. Would you Would you trade Jalen Brown? I'm not trading either one of them. I got a question for Andy. Okay. So who would who would you hire, number one? And kind of like Hill said, what is your philosophy? Would you like to stay in-house or would you like to go outside if you did hire? I I think you have to go outside. Just because, I mean, okay, Danny Edge, you talked about those draft picks that he got, and there's nothing to show for it. And then, you know, within that really short span, he acquired Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, and, you know, he along with, you know, Tatum and Brown, and now there's nothing to show for it. So I think you have to go see what's out there. What about a guy like, can you poach him from the Nets, like Jock Vaughn, a guy that's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, been in the head coach and – been in a head coaching position before the the Nets team really really liked him you know when they you know they weren't very good but they all played really hard for him and mm-hmm. you know why not I mean the Celtics are a young team and I feel like a guy like Vaughn would be a good fit there and you know I'm just thinking 
I saw something on Twitter. Somebody threw out Kevin Garnett. I, I don't think that would ever happen. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go after like a former Celtic player. Then um, that's why he'll say it's Sam Cassell. Yeah, <laughs> I think exactly. you. I think you. I think you would lose a little bit of kind of like credibility and that mm-hmm. and that leeway if you went out and, and hired Kevin Garnett. You know, I, I I would I definitely wouldn't mind seeing it just because I would love to see it all fall apart because I don't really care. But <laughs> I think to really put yourself in a position to, to make sure that you keep your job, I think, you know, Sam Cassell would probably be your, your best bet. Cause he's, he has that, that, that those, those war wounds in the NBA. He's, he's had some stuff happen in the NBA as far as a, you know, coaching pedigree. So I think, I think it goes there as well. <laughs> yeah, I see somebody. Um, think, think it was Eric that posted. Uh, Juwan, Juwan Howard. Yep. Yeah, I don't know I if they're going to be able to poach him. The reason why I don't think Juwan Howard would get the job, he doesn't have any Celtic ties. So if he if he was a former Celtic or, you know, he had some ties with the Celtics, I would see them. Like you know what, he showed he can coach. Let's go ahead and bring him in. So that's why I'm not really that high on him getting the Celtics job. Now I'm I'm high on him getting a getting the NBA job, but. Yeah just that job in particular I, but i do think because their core is so young I, I, young players like Jawan howard they, mm-hmm. they they do because he's kind of like the father of that in the nba like they he was the first of that new generation that was different in the nba so he kind of understand you know that these guys want to do their own thing so it's like I, I could see it happening. I do. That is a valid point that you bring up. He's and he I, doesn't have any connections with the Celtics. But I feel like if they do their due diligence, he should be a top candidate for exactly. this position. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I like because I actually uh, proposed this name to Hill a little bit earlier today uh, was Juwan Howard. And although he doesn't have any Celtic ties, Brad Stevens coming up from the college ranks having those kind of ties in, you know, middle America mm-hmm. and, you know, knowing how to recruit, being a, a player, you know, mm-hmm. a, a player's coach, but then also having some NBA experience as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you see with those docs, you know, you know, Fab Five coming out, these younger kids do know who Juwan Howard mm-hmm. is. So his name holds weight as well. Mm-hmm. So being respected in the NBA, you know, he may be, he may be able to, you know, lure some free agents. Getting, you know, with those picks that you have, if you keep some of those picks, those younger guys are going to come in and believe that he's going to be able to teach them because of the success that he did have at Michigan. So yeah. I do think Juwan Howard actually is a good name if like you can it. pick him I away like from, from Michigan. Yeah. I cannot say it. I, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, need your co- you need your coach to talk. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a top assistant. I cannot say his last name. is like Jay. Larry Lair Raga or something. J- I don't know. James Larinaga, uh, Jay Larinaga, oh, Jim yeah. Larinaga, Jim Larinaga's son. Now okay. he's he's the top assistant. Now right, he was, he was Brad Stevens' top assistant. So is mm-hmm. it going to be more the same? I don't have an issue with Brad Stevens' coaching style at all. I, I mean, I like I, it. I like this. I, I think he's a good coach. Well, I, I think, think he, he had too. some. They had some inabilities with certain players that they had. They had some. You know, they had some they shortcomings. Some, yeah, and they caused some injury breaks. But here's my so, thing. So, I, so, so, I, so if, you, if you keep him, if you bring him in, and like you said, you still have Brad Stevens in the, in the front office helping him out, and you go get some good players. I'm not mad at that that idea. I, I mean, he is a puppet, 
it, right. And that's and that's my thing. I would like kind of having Brad Stevens come like being the coach already and actually coaching these players that you have. And then you send them upstairs. But then you bring someone who was his assistant and who knows Brad. He might basically take Brad Stevens. There's no like meeting of the minds where you can really bounce things off to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's almost like you need someone with, you know, a different differing opinion sometimes. So it's just like you can take the best from each other. And that's how you can really. Take it up there. Take it up a notch. So let me ask all of y'all this. Y'all don't believe, because here you, you said the puppet thing several times. Y'all don't believe that there's in no world where Larry Nagel or any assistant that's already on the Celtic staff can become the head coach and not be a puppet? I mean, it's not necessarily saying it's impossible, but sometimes yeah. when you look when, you know, Phil Jackson went upstairs in, in, in New York, they were still running that triangle and the players hated that triangle. But because, just, but Phil Jackson was also Phil Jackson. It's like Brad Stevens is not a Phil Jackson. You feel right. Me? But when but when you were Brad Stevens as coaching these guys already, it's almost kind of like hey, I, 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 I see it. But I just I, I'm. I believe like maybe one of those assistants can break the mold and be their own guy if I get the autonomy to do so. Just like I got D Bake just said, Eric Sposher was the Pat Riley guy when he moved up to management. Like I said, you know I love Spo. Come yeah. on now, it's not. It's, it's definitely you. You may come in with your own ideas, your own fresh. You may be doing some things that you want to do. It's, it can happen. It's a strong possibility. I'm not saying, but hey, it's a reason why you're not coaching anymore. Right. And that's that's all I'm saying. So. You being a puppet may be a negative thing. Like y'all may need to just start fresh. That yeah, maybe a new voice. Just get a new voice sometimes. Because, because, I, I, I take because, because, I like because, that. I because Danny it. ain't Danny Age wasn't a bad GM. No, not at all. He just like, makes some bad decisions. Because then get it done. You you can't say like I like I won't call what happened with Danny Age as like a failure. Right. No. It, 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 it just didn't work. That's all. Sometimes you do shit. You have like he because he had success. It just didn't work to what they like because they had expectations. The Celtics. Yeah, the yeah, Celtics. They, yeah, right. like they had they had, they ended up having expectations of mm-hmm. okay, like we want to get to a championship. We want to win a championship. But getting to like Easter, like multiple Eastern Conference finals, you can't say that it was a failure. You just didn't, you just failed to reach your expectations. That's all. I think mm-hmm. the fact that he just all his trades was I had to get over on you to, to make a trade. Like all his trades were fleece trades. Like he just he raped everybody. Sorry for the bad, you know that term, you know. But he got over on every trade. He mm-hmm. that's, how, that's how he got Jason Tatum. That's how he got the big three. That's how, that's how I, he got Kyrie. I, like to till this day, there's no way I'm trading Kyrie without getting Jason Tatum. There's you know what I'm no way. I I stood firm back then. There's no way. But even the way he got Jason Tatum, he, he all his trade he has to get over. He he, he doesn't fit. You have a you play fantasy football. Well, I think that that's a that's a good GM. You play fantasy football, Andy? Of course, I. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, of course. Now you know all these lopsided trades that you get, right? You know a player, you know somebody in your league that always mm-hmm. sends lopsided trades. Yeah, is well, we got we do have some dumbasses in my league that you know, <laughs> but but yeah, of course, I've definitely exactly. been like. What uh, I'm trying to think, and that's of the person that he target. You target the dumbasses, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what Danny Ainge has done. He's he, he target dumbasses and gets over on them, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when it came that specifically this year, 
when you seen, look at this roster. Okay, you had some injuries, but okay, you don't have any depth. You can acquire any depth. You can't do with all those with all those draft picks. You should not not have depth at minimum. Yeah, yeah. like you like shouldn't be should... coming out. Yeah, like no, we're not coming. Like you was coming off with Brad Watermaker last year. Like, come on now, we, we not package his ass with a first and get somebody in there. <laughs> if so. What does Brad Stevens need to do to reverse that course? Like, you guys have a move that he should make this upcoming offseason to yeah. add to Uh-oh. Tatum and Brown. Uh oh, Andy. Look, I, I, I've been I've been sitting here spinning my wheels trying to figure out moves that could be made, uh, like to to get depth, to get you know anybody, and I think. You have to pair Jalen Brown with some draft picks and try and get a, get a, a superstar in there. I think, and you know, I know, I know it's going to be tough the way that the NBA is set up and the way these teams are set right now. Not sure who you can get, um, but I think to me, the way that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are set up, their games don't. To me, their games don't mesh together. It's almost like they clash sometimes when they're on the court. And so I think if you can get someone to, you know, you bring someone in and allow Tatum to kind of feel like he is, you know, you know, the guy, but someone else is coming into his team, maybe I think it'll, it would kind of help, you know, with the chemistry and the flow of the game. And then maybe, maybe get Marcus Smart out of there and try and get you somebody who could, you know, you know, facilitate between those two a little bit better. I, I saw somebody say that, they need to get rid of Marcus Smart so they let uh, Tatum like step into like the leadership role because as long as Smart's going to be on the team, he's always going to be talking and always going to be like kind of in that role. Do you guys? Do you guys think that's true? But I, I also think, I think my bad, AJ. I think that even if Smart leaves, Tatum's not going to become that vocal leader because if exactly. you were that vocal leader, it wouldn't matter if, if Marcus Smart was there. Because I'm better than you, Marcus. Um, exactly. <laughs> so there's no way that if I had Tatum's game and I was a vocal person that I'm taking a back seat to Marcus Smart. Um, so I don't think so. I think that you're still going to have to have a vocal leader. But there's nothing wrong with leading by example. Tatum's that type of guy. Like He's like, follow me on the court. I'll show you. I'll show you. Um, and so it's like it's, there's been other – players that lead that way there's been vocal leaders um there's there's different type of leadership so i don't mind his leadership style but to your point brad stevens does have to make a move it is going to be his first year it is going to be a challenge to make a move um and i'm not one of those people that say that he has to make a move this year or he's out of there like <laughs> let's let's you want to make let's a give him move. yeah let's give him a fair shake i i, I, I like to see when i when i see moves or or big changes in organizations, I like to see four years minimal. So in four years, I want to be able to look back and say, yeah, Brad Stevens made the Celtics better or possibly got them over the hump. I don't personally don't. I'm a Laker fan, so I personally yeah. don't hope they get over the hump. But right. as as a as a objective, you know, person who covers sports, you know, I would like to see Brad Stevens get it done. Mm-hmm. I'm also, So you have two stars. You have Tatum. And you have Jalen Brown. These are stars. I'm not ready to get. Re- I'm not ready to get rid of young stars already. Oh, yeah. Like you said, yeah. if I have if I have capital, I'm going to package all these other players. Y'all are expendable. Like Mark, Mark, Mark mm-hmm. said in the comments, package everything else except Jalen Brown mm-hmm. and Tatum, and go get and go and, and go get you a big three. Now you go get. 
we've seen this. Free agents or company pieces, all they need to see is a competent team. They're coming. Especially if you're the Celtics. Trade Kemba. See what you can do. Yeah, he's expendable. (laughs) He's definitely expendable. And that's a good that's a good expendable because (laughs) there's teams that will take that will take him like that. And mm-hmm. so it's like if you're a team without point guard play and you have money, that, that's the going rate. That's the thing about these NBA contracts. Like Kimba's contract is not out of the norm for a guy that puts up his numbers. It's right. right where it's supposed to be. So it's like, okay, if I don't have strong guard play and he's on the block, I need to be making a move for him. So I, I Kimba is a very good piece of trade bait for Brad Stevens in, in, in year one coming into this thing. So Especially if if they 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 still have draft capital, so. Let me let me ask you this: How soon before uh, Brad Stevens just trades for Gordon Hayward, <laughs> bring bringing him bringing him back? <laughs> that was his guy. That was his guy. That was his guy. <laughs> you you are officially a part of the three man. Let's go. And then Tristan Thompson, I mean, I mean, he was more concerned with Kardashians, or I mean, I guess probably cheating on Khloe Kardashian than he was the Celtics season. Hey, that's one thing he go do, he gonna get some rebounds and he gonna cheat. <laughs> Bro, I, free free that man. He he been, trying, he been trying to get out of that relationship for four years and he cannot. Oh, it don't matter how much he cheat, he cannot get her to leave him. She just keep forgiving. He like, oh my god, like, like I cheated. I cheated with your uh, little sister's best friend, and you not gonna leave me? I got caught. You you kicked her out the family. You kicked her. You kicked her away from he the trying, family. He trying to make like, her leave. This is this this, this is point. a this is a cry for help from that man. Yeah yeah yeah. Stage five clinger. That's a no trade clause right there. Yeah. <laughs> if I have ever seen one. Free that man. <laughs> uh, uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit, Chris, but so we threw out Sam Cassell. I said maybe Jock Vaughn, uh, a couple other guys we talked about. Uh, Juwan Howard. Howard, yeah. First Odom, now Thompson. Jesus Christ, this is just going to turn into a yeah. Kardashians episode, I guess. Um, so let's talk a little bit about hey, smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> Who was on crack? <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I mean, clearly. Uh, one more, one more headline from today. I wanted to get to. I just want to get your thoughts on Coach K. Just announced he's retiring at the end of the year. Completely going to make this whole entire 2021 season about him. It is the farewell uh, tour for Coach K. Mm-hmm. Um, what What do you guys think? They've named John Shire the head coach in waiting. You know, Duke's kind of been kind of on a downward trajectory. Obviously, they're still a blue blood program. They're it's it's Duke. Do you yeah. think they'll ever get back to what they were uh, after Coach K moves on, or do you think it's kind of they're going to be a middle tier program in the ACC? It what Coach K has done will never ever duplicated let me just let me just say that it's you lose somebody like that that's a hit i don't care who you have in waiting um and and, and to you to your point you know what what is happening this year after everything is like ever since kobe is like we have been seeing drastic changes in what we thought we knew was the world of sports so it's like roy, mm-hmm. roy williams is gone from 
from UNC. Coach K is is going to be leaving. Marv Albert is leaving. Like nothing looks <laughs> the same anymore. So it's like it, LeBron. The way that LeBron looked the other night is like it's it looks like an end of an era to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're 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 on the brink of that. And a lot of people, you know, you won't get to live through these times to see the changing of the guard. Um, so it's like. It, it, what a time to be alive is, is is how I feel. But I, to your point, I think that what Coach K has done will never be duplicated. Will Duke be successful in the future? I think they'll have a chance to yeah. get back up there. Get in, my philosophy is get in, get to the dance and cut the music on, and and anybody got a shot, right? right. So, but the consecutive and the consistency year in and year out. The multiple national championships, the multiple elite eights, final fours, stand up guy all the way around. We'll probably never see it again in our lifetime. So, I believe that it's going to be difficult just because of, you know, like Coach K brought the allure. Coach K brought that experience to say, hey, I've put all of these people in the league. Coach K brought in, hey, I coached the USA team. So I'm, I rub shoulders with LeBron, Kobe, Carmelo, and all of these other guys. And you stick with me. Look at look at look how much they respect me. You come mm-hmm. here and I can get you to this next level. I've put these guys in the league. I've won these titles and stuff like that. Now you just looking for a coach who can say, look, I'm going to put you in this system that's going to help you get to the league so you can come here for a year, stuff like that. Coach K actually started to make his name off of getting guys that would kind of be there for a couple of years. And mm-hmm. then as and you know, then he kind of like towards How the many, latter years. Is there another Plumley brother? Like, Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then, and then he started he started to make his name like really with that uh with with that Brandon Ingram, when he signed Brandon Ingram, that was a changing of his philosophy. Mm-hmm. You know, what with, with, with Coach K, but for the most part, he got guys there that he could, he could sell Duke to them. Yeah, he didn't yeah. he didn't have to you know say I'm gonna get you to the NBA because that was almost thought of like as a given. He mm-hmm. sold Duke, and I don't know if John Shire, although he did play at Duke, I don't know if he can sell Duke. Because his name is John Shire and it's not <laughs> Coach K. Coach K, like you're gonna be coaching on Coach K court. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And I would hate and I and on it like to, like for like to be the guy after it's the bad. guy. Yeah, it's bad. hard. It's Memphis bleak, bro. Collect your Memphis checks bleak. and do the best you can. Collect your checks and do the best you can. Yeah, but I think the way the game is changing has changed college basketball anyway. So right. now that the fact that Coach K is gone. Roy Williams gone. We have two of the most top historic franchises of, you know, college. They're really losing their mystique. Like mm-hmm. you said, you was going to UNC because of the history of UNC, but you was really going for Roy Williams. Mm-hmm. Right. You was going to Duke. Like I say, the, the history of Duke, but you was going for Coach K. Absolutely. Now they're a guy like, when the last time Syracuse been Syracuse? When yeah. the last time they been good? Been good. Like I say, Tom Izzo is still Tom Izzo, but you know, Ben Kyle, Ben Kyle. When Coach Kyle, Ben Kyle, I say this all the time about Kentucky. Like the parody in college basketball is happening. Like the only consistency Mm -hmm. that we have is Gonzaga. And there, we are they ever gonna win? Never. (laughs) (laughs) They're consistently never gonna win. Dude, but think about it. Their front court this coming year is Chet Holmgren with with Drew Timmy. Like this is gonna be their best chance, maybe ever, to win it this this coming year. 
But like, look at UCLA. Like, look at some of our historic teams that we grew up on that we knew. They're never going to be the same, and they're never going to be the same because of the one and done. And now that the fact that the G League is is, is affording these these kids mm-hmm. to get paid, these kids is, is they don't really care anymore. Like you said, exactly. we're, go, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to the like we're starting to see a lot of top players go to. I call them off schools anyway. We yeah. seen Ben Simmons go to LSU. Yeah. We seen Anthony uh, Edwards go to Georgia. Like we seen these players just go and, anywhere. And then you have and, and and look at it where like where you know the quote unquote blue buds. Yeah, that's dead. I mean, you know, dead. like you've had you've had you know um, Baylor win last year. Then you mm-hmm. had Virginia, you know, Villanova. That you know they're a, a powerhouse, but they're not a basketball blue blood per se. Yeah, no, there's like it's five the, blue bloods. It's yeah. Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, Carolina, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, Kentucky. And, and, you what, throw UCLA it, 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 in there. UCLA. Yeah. It, and then like Indiana hasn't been good in a while, but like you feel, you feel what I'm saying the Hoosiers right. are definitely that for blue blood. Mm-hmm. But you, so, see, but you see, it's so it's so spread out now. These kids are going anywhere. Like you right. got Kay Cunningham going to Oklahoma State. You know you what, what I'm saying? saying? Right. It, it all depends. Or uh, who's the guy? Uh, Pat Pat Baldwin just committed to UW Milwaukee. Yeah, He's a five star. But his is, dad is the head UW coach. UW Milwaukee has some coach. sneaky players. Oh, they've had some sneaky players. Mm-hmm. He's going where? It, it, UW Milwaukee. Milwaukee. He's going to be a Panther. They'll, they'll bust your <laughs> bracket. Watch. Yeah. Right. He's nice. He's nice. He's like six. He's six nine. He's he plays. He can play the three. You can probably put him. I mean, he's going to play in the Horizon League. He's going to average like twenty eight points a game. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to call yeah, that right now. When, when he put up forty against Ui Pui, I'm be like, mm, <laughs> right, cool. you know, I U P U I. Go ahead, put up your forty point game against I U P U I. But shout no, out. No, the brackets that we had this year, you might well get used to them. We mm-hmm. have a lot of busted brackets next year. I'm telling you, it's yeah. going to be so spread out. Like, right. Especially with the landscape of all the transfers and the transfer portal. And there, there's more fucking people in the transfer portal than there are like spots for them to even go. So it's that's that's always interesting, too. So that, that was our little college basketball. Let's get into more uh, NBA stuff. So Lakers Suns, we're going to start there. We got two Lakers fans. We got a Suns fan here. Uh, what three to one the series is now? AD did miss game five. LeBron left the court, uh, five with five minutes to go. Got a little upset, had a little moment where he had to go. No, uh, <laughs> no, no big deal, no big deal at all. So, well, let's let's get the thoughts on the series so far. Uh, is there hope? I'm gonna start with the Lakers fans. Do you guys still have hope that that uh, you guys are gonna come back and take this to seven games? I have hope. Let me go before Cam. I had to stop texting Candy last night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what did you want from me last night? I, 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 I couldn't talk to you. That's why I, I was upset and I didn't want to yell at you. So I, like, I, let me just stop talking. But like I said, it, 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 I'm disappointed in Frank Vogel. And People can say what they want to say about Frank Vogel. You can say what you want to say about last year. You can say what you want to say about the bubble. You can say what you want to say, period. Last year, Frank Vogel made adjustments and stuck to a lot of his guns. He stuck to his principles and and he and all the adjustments that he he made, it worked. What adjustment has he made in this first in this series? Absolutely nothing. If I see this high pick and roll by Chris Paul shooting the mid-range one more time. <laughs> You know, if I, I of course I know I know Devin Booker is gonna be Devin Booker, but mm-hmm. like I said, if I see this damn high pick and roll mid range shot 
from Chris yeah. Paul. One yeah. more time. He's been doing it his whole damn career. Y'all ain't watched the film yet. That's, that's the that's, only play we ran all season. And that's an easy play to stop. That's not even a tough play to stop defensively. And, 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 and that's what I'm saying. He's doing it all yeah. And like I said, can't like they they they're playing with house money. Campaign is shooting, lights out. <sighs> my Mikhail Brit Mikhail Bridges is becoming a you know, he becoming somebody. He's becoming hey, somebody. I, I, I ain't gonna say household name. What did I say? Because, I've always been I, I've always been high on Mikhail Bridges. I've always but what, been high on But what are we doing? Like what we're not putting no pressure on him. We're just doing the same old stagnant mm-hmm. ass offense. We're not making adjustments. We're not doing any ball movement. Montrez Harold can't get off the bench for no reason. But we steady playing Andre Drummond. I'm not understanding yeah. what are we doing? Like, and, what are we doing? And all of that and what you said is absolutely true, Hill. But the reason that you couldn't talk to me last night is because reality, man. And the reality is, is that when you talk about the great ones, the last three, I've 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 seen their whole career. I've 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 saw well, I saw 80% of Jordan's career. Right. I, I, I saw all of Kobe's and all of LeBron's, right? And so little handy. But um, but no. When you deal with the greats, right, the thing that separated Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron from other players is their ability to super saiyan when they need it most. And the reason that LeBron had to leave the floor yesterday is because when he needed it, he did not have it, bro. And that's why I text you. I literally text you. End of an era. And that's not me being funny because, you know, I am a diehard LeBron fan. And it's like, I, I'm not going to be sad about it or anything because what he's given us has been great. But he don't have enough to carry this team, bro. And I'm and I'm looking at it. And that's even if AD comes back. Because if AD comes back, he's not going to be healthy. And so I, I'm just looking at, like you said, other teams have people on the bench contributing. Campaign putting up real numbers from the bench. Yesterday at half, LeBron was the leading scorer with seven points, right? If you can't rely on anybody else on the team but LeBron, AD, and Schroeder to score, then we don't have no chance, bro. And and that's really what it was that broke his heart last night. That's why he had to step off the floor because he never thought that he would go out like this. Um, But it's going to take a miracle now. Andy said, my, real quick, Andy said, if I have hope, I do still have hope because maybe he went and found some, maybe there's some more left in there, right? But whatever it is, it ain't a lot. It ain't a lot. This is, we're, we're seeing the end right now. We're witness. So. Before, before I let AJ go talk about his sons, we knew for, well, this whole year, they always, they, they had a chemistry issue the entire year. Even when they were winning, it was still, a, they were still trying to jail, mix it together. The fact that these injuries hit and they hit at the wrong time, the chemistry issue is terrible, and you can see it in this playoff with this game is slowing down. That's why they cannot generate offense. Mm-hmm. Only reason I just we've seen LeBron teams have horrible games in certain series, so it's like I can't really ready to write them off for this end of the area until Thursday. Now, if Thursday, if we go out there and we lose Thursday, you can see me and Adam Cannon have a special episode and we're gonna cry. <laughs> but it is because I don't want to talk to AJ. But <laughs> go ahead, AJ. So to to kind of just say what you uh, said uh, real quick, Cannon, where you know Jordan and Kobe when they needed to go Super Saiyan, they were able to go get it. 
But did we really see them do that at kind of like this age and this year, like deep as they were into Le like LeBron's career? And I'm not no, giving not him a, not, not at all. Not and at and all. I'm not. I'm, not I'm, I'm not giving him no excuses or anything. I'm saying I'm just saying at what 36 years old. It's, it's it, time. It's, it's it's very it's very tough. And the reason why yeah. you know people still have this mindset of like why isn't LeBron just doing this is because you know he's been here and he's been like it's what they've seen mm -hmm. so and you know like I said it's, it's tough and when you lose AD LeBron brought here brought AD here to kind of be like look I'm about to like AD has a, one hell of an opportunity in front of him he yeah. has the opportunity to have you know won a championship with the Lakers when LeBron retires to kind of be that next star if he has it in him of the Lakers and you know, he's got, he's got a lot to, he's got a lot to live up for, uh, you know, when it comes to that. But um, as far as like the Suns, I'm not getting cocky or anything like that. You know, as far as us winning this series, because at, at the beginning of the series, at the beginning of the series, I said, I didn't want to play the Lakers this series. Like, why do I want, like, why, why do I want to play? Why would I want to play a seven seed that should be probably a top three seed? If they if LeBron didn't miss like six weeks, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So why would I want to play a seven seed that's not a seven seed? It's, and so you know, go ahead, go ahead, Andy. I mean, especially this is the best Suns team in how long? And you draw fucking LeBron and Anthony Davis's Lakers in the first round. Like, come on, <laughs> like come literally, on. literally, literally, when they won that playoff game, I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? Like, <laughs> I've waited, I've waited for so long to try and get this and. You know, the last time in 2010, I had to, I was in Miami. We were in the playoff game, and that that shot came off the fucking side of the backboard, and they hit that little shot in the corner to send our asses home, ruined my entire Memorial Day weekend in Miami. And that was the last time I was like, you know what? That was a team that we had a shot with. Mm -hmm. And I've it, it's been this damn long to see another playoff win, and I got to see the Lakers with LeBron and AD. And I'm not one of those people that, you know, wish injuries on nobody so i do hate that you know ad got hurt and, and stuff like that and i would have loved to see this series with a healthy like lakers and suns team because i think we would have had a dog fight i don't think it would have just been you know uh an easy 4-1 you know 4-2 series for the lakers i think we would have pushed them um and we still had a chance to I win agree. it but i think it would have been a really really tough series so i hate that i, I hate that that had to happen but then, you know, quite honestly, I really, truly hate, like, if, if we win this and Chris Paul's not healthy, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough road for us anyway yeah. to, to get there because the way the way this shit goes, like, it, it runs through Chris Paul, man. But at least he doesn't, one, he doesn't need surgery. So I feel like whatever his injury should just get better. Like, it's Man, I think, it, I think so. So here's, like, here's my little take. I think he, like, like had, like, a partial separation of his shoulder. Like, that's just going to keep popping out. Like, nah. Not not necessarily. If you can protect it and just you see what happened with Wesley, you see what happened with Wesley Matthews. Brothers. Yeah, but he, he <laughs> that was his But they and they, and they but, also but gotta, so bad you just get mad. Like, but they like, also got to be an enforcer out there too. You got to know that your guy has that. And, and just real quick to your to your Jordan and Kobe point, what I was saying is that I witnessed it happen to them too. And so it's like my point is that LeBron is not exempt. You know, no, from that, neither. So it's like trying to bail him out. And who, who, somebody, uh, Hill and I, are in a different group chat with Rashad, and he said he, he he's a diehard Bron fan too. And he said, "Father Time is on his ass." And he said, "I never thought 
that I would see it like that. But it it, it showed like real Bron, real diehard Bron fans were concerned. Not not saying that he don't have the game no more, but it's just like the the extra that the greats all all have is. They all run out of it eventually. And to, mm-hmm. and, and to not have AD to try and carry him versus this team is that that's just a lot. Worse. Especially with, you know, if, if, if you have, like, because LeBron, the one thing that's that, that's really great about LeBron is his ability Mental. to get other, and, and his ability to get other people invo- involved. And so if LeBron's still giving you 28 and, you know, six and six or something like that, but you have some people out there that, that aren't hitting shots or passing up, you know, open looks. It's good, like, because he like he needs you to hit that open shot. Yeah. He needs you to hit that open three. If you could yeah. just hit a couple, it changes the complexion of the game. Yeah. And so, uh, Eric, you said Chris Paul healthy or not, I don't see y'all making out the next round. If Chris Paul, like, there you tripping, because Chris Paul is healthy. Like, no, no. Yeah. He's tripping, period. They, I, don't, yeah. I don't care. If they beat the Lakers, if they beat the Lakers – I really don't see another team beating them. Uh huh. I don't because, because they match they match up well with everybody everybody remaining. What like, I say preseason the, him. Yeah, AJ ain't believe. The only nope, thing, the nobody whole, did the nobody only, ever did. But the only the only matchup I like is it, gonna sound crazy is I believe is gonna be the Clippers. But I just don't think they mentally tough enough now after seeing what was going on. Yeah. I don't think they mentally mentally tough to really to really do anything. And I think if Chris Paul is healthy, man, he gonna he gonna he gonna give Patrick Beverly some fits. I'm 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 not sure we with the Clippers now. The thing about it, they tied the series up. So yeah. We all the jokes is we had to put we had to put them on pause. Like I mean, mm-hmm. they tied the right. series up, so it's, it, we know we don't Pat know. Beverly's still do. fucking garbage right now, though. That, that's, that's that's never going to change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never. It's, it's, that, that's not going to change. You know, that's not going to change he, in, in every round. A tra- he's a trash can with lips. Yeah, every every round. <laughs> Here's yeah. a. I mean, if we're talking about uh, team chemistry, the Suns, you know, in the bubble, seven of them all got a blowjob from the same girl. The Clippers, they all hate each other, and they just fired yep. their head coach and traded half the team. Yeah, yeah, I got to give the advantage to the Suns here. I also would much rather go to a Suns celebration party than the Clippers. Like look, if, if look, we're just weighing our, <laughs> we're just weighing our options here. <laughs> AJ's just listening. Like this is actually really good logic. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, they, come on. I mean, hey, what I better, mean, what better way to bond? They're just guys <laughs> being dudes. <laughs> yeah, they out there giving. They are they giving head out. <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, here's a question I wanted to get to from earlier. It'll kind of transition. We'll talk about another series here and get away from from whatever I was just uh, getting into. Of course, like you got to stop watching Adam Twenty Two interviews too. No, yeah, <laughs> he's engaged now. Congratulations, congratulations to him. Uh, so the question was from Eric. He said, "What?" Uh, I'm gonna try to pull it up here. I need to find it. Oh, what injury uh, is what more? injury is impacts the team more? AD's injury to the Lakers or Embiid, who is not playing tonight, missing Game Five uh, with the 76ers. They both hurt. But I they think both I, hurt. I, I'm gonna say Embiid mm-hmm. because I like to me to me Embiid is to me Embiid is the leader of that team. To right. me, the, Embiid is the guy of the team. And to me, the Embiid is going—he's going to get you your points. He's, you know, a defensive player of the year candidate. So it's just like he's—he's he's the MVP. He's an MVP yeah, candidate. MVP, yeah. So you take him, like you know, as as much as as great as AD is, you take Embiid off of that team. Their team looks completely different. And yes, mm-hmm. the Lakers look completely different. But you know, 
he's he's a he's a high volume scorer, a great defender, and that offense runs through and beat. Mm-hmm. And he's also a vocal leader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the um, it's, it's definitely MB because this is this is not just a oh um a one round injury. This is long term. Like yeah. you have a tear to your knee, a slight mm-hmm. tear. This could get worse. Yeah, absolutely. But and, the, but the reason I my bad AJ, but the reason I think that that this equal because I think if you take Embiid off, they don't. I don't know if they win without him. If you take AD off, I don't know if we win without him. And so that's why I thought either way, both teams are like, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I think just like still having LeBron, you still it still gives you some hope. I mean, yeah. When you yeah, take when you, when you when when you take when you take away Embiid, I don't think I don't think they go into that locker room and think that they have hope because like you said, LeBron. He, he he's he's the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. He is the process. What what mm-hmm. you've been what what you've been working for for so long. He it, he embodies that. So yeah, I think that Embiid is the bigger one. And if Ben if Ben Simmons would shoot the fucking ball, then maybe I could say something he, that they have. But, but but if he's not gonna shoot the fucking ball, then he no. Can. Like, like is he, is Ben Simmons like the best superstar? That's like. Like I don't want to say ever, but like that just like doesn't know how to shoot. Like he's making just ridiculous amounts of money. He'll rebound. He can pass. He can defend with anybody, but he cannot shoot the fucking ball. Like well, how does that happen? Yeah, Ben, ben Simmons would be better served playing centers in the nineties. Mm-hmm. But he like, would like, get, like, get a bucket. Like he shoots, free, he, he shoots he, free throws like a center in the nineties. I'll tell he, you he, that he he would be he would be an anomaly because he could pull your center out on offense. But he can get to the bucket at will. But he ain't gonna shoot shit. So he mm-hmm. basically like you know he basically like hey, once you come in the paint, we are gonna guard you. But outside that line, hey, go ahead, do you? He is like I, I don't understand it. So what is what is the Sixers ceiling without Embiid? Second round? That's it. Make yeah, them? yeah, yeah. Whoever yeah. they play next is gonna get in that. <laughs> Here's a question from Thomas Guevetta that was from a little while ago. Uh, so I know this is a little off topic, but who has a better chance of extending their series, the Wizards or the Knicks? At this point, it's the Wizards. I was and gonna it's say be, it's because of injury. Yeah, I, I I hate to say it, and when here's a, here's a thing that the Sixers fans are not gonna like. When I made my preseason prediction about the Wizards, I mean the Sixers, and why they're not going to go far, I factored in Joel Embiid's injury history, and a lot of players don't don't you don't they don't do that. Just like I was nervous this year because of AD's injury history. So it's like you have to factor those in, and I can't. I I don't wish injuries on nobody. I want to see them at full, but the fact of the matter, like Hill said, it could it's possibly a tear in his knee, and if mm-hmm. that's the case. We might not see Embiid the rest of the way. So if we're not going to see Embiid the rest of the way, I I don't know if you can finish the Wizards off. I'm going to give it to the Knicks because the Knicks have Tom Thibodeau at the helm, and they're just going to fight. Like they're just going to fight. I don't care how it's going to happen. It's, it's maybe ugly. They're just going they're to fight. Your, they're going to do whatever they can to lock your ass up with a six man rotation. The thing about the Wizards. <laughs> The thing about the Wizards, they did everything possible last game to win that game, and they went down to the wire. Yeah, mm-hmm. without in the majority of that game, like they gave them their all. 
I mean, I understand that Westbrook had a terrible shooting game, you know, statistically. But he has win. those. Yeah. And, and wow. Bill wasn't and Bill really wasn't himself as well. But they 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 did everything possible to win that game. And it went out to the wire without Embiid. I really unless they win tonight, which is a strong possibility, like I said, because Embiid is out. I'm just saying I have more faith in the Knicks. I don't think that's true what my brother just put. I uh, think yeah, they both. Yes, it is. I think they well, hey, hey, he's had probably more devastating. Yeah, yeah, I will give it that, but that that's still here, here a few games, gone a few games. This is ah, that's just can be just as annoying. You know how you felt about Demarcus Ware late in his career when he was doing pretty much what AD's doing now. It's it, annoying. It's, it's Demarcus Ware versus Sean Lee, who's more injury prone. Feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 if you want to break it that way, and who was missing seasons? And who did they keep? And what happened? <laughs> you drafted the same you guy, guy and Lane Van Der Esch. That's what happened. The and exact same guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and, was, and, and, doing... and Marcus Lawrence. You, you drafted both of the same guys. Because <laughs> um, I, I, feel, I feel like, I mean, D-Law is great. You feel me? But like, Come on now. Hey man, stay on topic, man. <laughs> I mean, but they they're gonna be both great edge rushers, so it's like it is what it is. Hey, hey, Ross. Uh, so uh Andy, can you put up that comment by Ross uh Williams where they say so my guy Ross says they foul and bend again. Um you think if it ain't no Embiid, <laughs> I'm sitting his ass. I, I will I will clear the bench. Y'all getting all of y'all's. Do whatever you can to not send him to the <laughs> line. Like, ain't there? There will not be a DNP CD in our box school. I'm sending <laughs> everybody out there to get their fouls on Ben. And but we know you, when hit, you can't hit free throws though, like because it's I, psychological, brother. But this is my thing for all the people that we've Ben Wallace, Dwight Howard, Shaq's like you're good at all these other things naturally. I, I'm not having Shaq practice getting on the block at practice. You just do free throws, bro. That's what you can't do. So it's like same thing with Dwight Howard. All these Fam. people like shoot free throws at practice. I ain't trying to hear none of that because this this ain't like football where you need you know like you know where you got to try and you know set up some or this ain't like baseball where you have to like you know like where you trying to like mimic like real life ground ball situations or base running situations where you can't throw to first anymore bro get like just go take a ball in a hoop and and just and just try shoot. it like just like refine it, it like and like, you will get better even if it is psychological here if you shoot 500 they don't even practice. a lot of nba teams don't practice i've been to wizards practice before like we we had passes to it then see no free throw practice like and even the trash people, like, if you literally designate some time say, listen, bro, you're going to work on some free throws because you trash. You have to get better if you shoot a 500 to 1,000 free throws a day. But Why they the don't do it. Why the hell do I have to go every offseason seeing Ben Simmons shooting three-point shots, but I'll never see him take no practice free throw shots in the offseason? At least we know you're going to shoot some free throws in the season. Mm-hmm. And you know they're going to hack you. So if you know they're going to – because let, let's let's say Shaq at least made it so that he could hit them when they counted, right? Yeah, that's what Shaq said. With, 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 and, the, one, and, with the one and, hand. And, and, and No, he really did. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying he really did hit them when they count. So Ben Simmons, you got to get to the point to where they can't do it to you to take you out of the game. Like, if they're going to go to the hacker bin, you got to be able to hit them at that point. 
It's all psychological with him. No, no, that's a big that is a big part. I give you that help, but it's like, come on, bro. Like you make me like Andy said it earlier, you make mm-hmm. millions of dollars. You already can't shoot a jumper. You should at least be able to shoot some free throws because you don't have to jump. It's a right. set shot. It's I not mean, even contested. Man, yeah. <laughs> Hey. I hate I hate to be that fan, you know, that, you know, bitches and complain like, you can't make a fucking free throw. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I mean, if you guys saw me in person, you realize I'm not an athlete. OK, I'm not fucking get. I'm not I'm not a professional basketball player. So I bet you I'm. <laughs> that was me. That was that yeah, was, that was, was me. I seen you, Indy. Yeah, I still have to put that video together. I, You know, I was like three for. I made three field goals. We'll just say that I, the ones I missed, I shanked them so fucking bad. But anyway, it just it just doesn't make sense how these guys can because you know all they, they, they their lives are basketball. That's what they do, and this these free throws is how much of it is mental, how much of it is wasn't he dating you know, Kardashian? Who Ben Simmons? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was dating uh, he got the, Kendall. He got right? He got was it Kendall? Yep. That wait, shit. Devin Booker's doing it. So was Devin Booker. Speaking but of, Devin Booker can just flat out ball, so it's different mm-hmm. when you can flat out ball. Don't double team him though; he'll start bitching and complaining. Uh, <laughs> speaking of That's shitty free throws, I uh, they asked him that after the game too. That was one. Of I the, did. You, I was going to ask you about that. What did you? That, that was, was such a. Why would you bring that up? Like that was I didn't, the dumbest I, question. That was I, the dumbest question I've ever and heard. You after could the game. tell. You could tell when he was asking it. He's like, I don't think this is going to be a very good response because he was like stammering through it. He's like, you know, uh, that video, you know, you, you know, when you're in the offseason, you famously, you, you didn't want to be double teamed. Uh, now you're, you're you're kind of in those situations here. And Booker's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is Not the playoffs. For, I mean, this is the NBA. Who likes like, to be double teamed? <laughs> nobody, nobody. I, I didn't like being double teamed in rec league. Like, and, are you and, and, and it's like it, it ain't like y'all. We at practice. We just we at LA Fitness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, uh, that was the dumbest question I ever heard after a game ever in life. You know, no, for real, for real. So speaking of shitty free throws, Luka Doncic is shooting forty-one percent from the line, free throw line in this series. With dead, let's get into the Mavericks and the Clippers here for a little bit. But he's still averaging like thirty points a game. Like how 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 does this work? Like I, don't, I just don't understand. I would put his ass on the line and so practice like because. <laughs> You're good at everything else, bro. Like, I don't need you practicing your step back jumper. I don't need you practicing your triple threat because you got those down pat, which you cannot do, Luca. It's shoot free throws, bro. And if you're shooting 41% as much as you have the ball, that is going to cause us to lose close games. So I need you to build muscle memory so that it will no longer be psychological like Hill is saying. And no, no, no. It, it, it's, it is psychological, but it's more so it's a concentration issue with him. It's like he doesn't care about these free throws. And oh, I don't wow. know why. I, I, whoa, 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 brother. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm not shooting. <laughs> but because we know he can shoot. And he shoot, he shoot three, step back three. We know he can shoot. Shooting is, is a part of his arsenal. So, you know, when he goes to the free throw line, it's just, nah, okay. But even still, like, remember what I had, like, he he did improve. It must have been a I heard you and I'm gonna shut you up, AJ. Because remember, mm-hmm. I I said he was a, too much of a vol. He he was in that Westbrook category where he's putting up ten threes a game, and sometimes he'll make two. He started hitting more threes, and he started and, and he started to hit more of those. But like I said, like like I said before, I, like if Westbrook was shooting forty percent from the three, they would kill him. 
I mean, from the free throw line, they would kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Kill him. yeah. That is awful percentage. Let, let's get yeah. real. Bro, yeah. you got it. bro, Dwight Howard shoots better than that from, from the free throw. Bro, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't give a damn. Anybody under 6'9", you better be shooting 70% from the free throw line. I don't give a damn who you are. It's not even about being 6'9". If people are anointing Luca is going to be in the GOAT conversation in 10, 15 years with, Come on, Andy. with LeBron and all this Come on, shit. Andy. The GOAT doesn't Where is Mike Johnson at? Come on, Andy. Yeah, it's, this, it's the same thing as <laughs> fucking Giannis. It can't fucking hit a free throw to save his life either. But, I mean, he, got better, but, but he did improve on his three-point shooting. Exactly. So he did. And he, he, improved, he improved on his free throw also. Giannis is a work in progress. That's why I respect him. Mm-hmm. He trying. Exactly. You, know, he trying. You, you can you can you can you can see the progression. You can see that Giannis has put in the work and he's not afraid to apply it. That's been my problem with Ben Simmons. You, you show me the work that you've been putting in, but you are not applying anything. Like you're not you're not applying nothing. So like and then like we like look at when Giannis came into the league. Giannis was probably about my like he weighed as much as me. Oh that boy, yeah, so, that boy is solid as a rock. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like mm-hmm. he he he's put in the work. He's gained yeah. the weight. It ain't messed up his shot or nothing because he like yeah. if you if you leave if you leave him open and force him to make a three, he could come down and make it. Yeah. And so that's uh, just making him more dangerous. I will say this comment from 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 Ross here. He takes 20 seconds. That was the first time I think I have ever seen somebody get a fucking. Uh, penalty or whatever you call it for taking too long on a free throw i've uh, never seen a 10 second violation on a free throw <laughs> i have never fucking seen that it, it shouldn't take you that, that long that was the first no. one i've seen since i was a little boy it yeah. has been a long time <laughs> trying to do what he got to do but hey you gotta hurry up what do you what do you guys think about the bucks and their chances uh against the nets do you think i got in the bucks i got I, look if anybody in this playoffs matches up with the Bucks, I mean with the Nets, it's the Bucks. Absolutely. Because they got they have the bodies to throw at KD, Harden, and Kyrie. And then they have the offensive like bodies to make them try and stop them. And we know they can't stop shit. Yeah. So you think you think when they come out and they can put Giannis on KD, um, Middleton on Harden. And then mm-hmm. Drew Holiday on Kyrie anybody, on anybody. Um, He's been playing incredible. Yeah, and then, and then you bring and then you bring in. Hey, Giannis, take a break. PJ Tucker, go 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 push go push on KD a little bit. Yeah. Go push on Harden a little bit. Now, right. I, I I agree with y'all. I I definitely think the Bucks are the better team. I think they have the better chemistry. But it's like what what scares me about the Nets is that they have three players who have an extra gear that can, you know what I mean? If, if they all, if Kyrie starts being flyry, you know what I mean? It's going to be an issue. If Kevin Durant starts feeling like he's in that mode where I'm just going to walk up and shoot in whoever's face and it don't even matter, Greek freak, come get this, bam, in your grill. Like, what can you do about that? And if Harden is clicking when all of that has happened, that can potentially be scary. But – I think I feel like the chemistry is not there with them for that to happen. I, I feel like the stars like got to twelve feet. times together yeah. all season. Yeah, and yeah. so I don't have the faith, but I do feel like it. It's a possibility still. So oh, one hundred percent, it's a possibility. I, I'm going with the Bucks, but in a, in a seven in a seven game series yeah. with with that matchup, like I'm definitely going Bucks seven games, but, but I'm not it, writing them off. 
this this Bucks team is totally different with Drew Holiday. Like he, yeah. he, he puts everybody like you say. Middleton is, is taking a breath, you know, breath of fresh air. He can relax and play his game with no, you know, added pressure on being that second starter. At you know, he can go out there and play three and D like he's been accustomed to. And Drew is gonna strap whoever he's checking. So, so, so it's gonna it, you're gonna have to earn them points. You got to earn a point, and then they have no, they have nobody that can stop Giannis. It, it doesn't matter about yeah, that he yeah. can't shoot. Yeah, they, they can't play they, defense. That's they don't. Play defense. They don't have anybody that can stop Giannis from getting to the basket. So Giannis, gonna, yeah. Giannis can really go forty a game if he if he if he tries, because mm-hmm. he he gonna he gonna get to that basket if like he's gonna get there. Well, they have KD no size. Have like the, he used to. The, the neck the Nets have no size. They're starting Blake Griffin and yeah. what, what, is, is it Jeff Vegas. Green? Is it is it Green or no? Uh, I thought Green got it, yeah, Green Green hurt. Green yeah, hurt. Green yeah, green hurt. Okay, so it's like their their bigs are Blake Griffin, Nicholas Claxton, and do they play uh, uh, DJ De- DeAndre Jordan or is he hurt too? I haven't seen him in a while, yeah, but I, have, I, have I haven't seen him in a minute. long time. So they have they have no size, mm-hmm. um, but they just score so many fucking yeah. points. Yeah, that is, is, that's that's the thing. It's like I think uh, <laughs> Durant, Irving, they, and Harden and uh, Griffin combined for like 104, 106 points the other night. So it's like. But I mean, who's, if anybody who's, who's the other guy that was hitting threes the other night? Joe Harris. Hair, Harris Joe Harris. Yeah. In in but, uh, what game three or four? He was like seven for ten from the field. Seven like, what for are you, ten. What like, are you supposed to do if their fifth guy is fucking? That's their fifth yeah, guy. Yeah, right? when, they, when they put PJ Tucker on his ass, we'll see what he do. <laughs> but that's a different. But that's a difference. It's, it's a playoff now. Yeah, it's a playoff right. now. That's a difference between going against the Celtics that have nobody other than Tatum at the time. Then you have to have a Bucks like mm-hmm. it's a different it's a different ball game. You yeah, have to go. Oh, you have to go play. Sure. You have to get now. I'm not. I'm like I said. I'm not counting the Nets out because the Nets is going to score some points. Yeah. They're going to fight. It's going to go. I think it's going to be a seven game series, mm-hmm. and you know, but it's going to be a tough one. Like I said, they're yeah. going to have to play some basketball, and Steve Nash going to have to coach this time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't roll that. You can't just roll that ball out there. <laughs> you know, say so he he just been on. You know. Been working remote with the screen off. <laughs> yeah, he brought he brought that YouTube up, clicking that key, keeping that screen active. Not, not with the screen. I mean, off. I think it has. I think it has potential to be like the best series in the whole playoffs. That's that's not going to be the finals or like one of the you know Western Eastern Conference finals for sure. Um, neither team will be able to fully stop the other team's offense. I think it could just yeah, like we see a shootout. But I don't know if if anybody is going to stop them defensively. It's it's the Bucks because and, and that's the thing they don't have they don't have to stop the the Nets. You, you they just, just have slow to them slow down. them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going you, like if, they don't if, have if, defense themselves. So. They don't have defense themselves. So you don't you don't have to try and get the 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 Nets down to like ninety points. If you can get the Bucks down to like I mean if you can get the Nets down to like 110, 120, like because. They've been playing games that have been up in the one forties. Yeah. So if you get down, if you get down, if you have mm-hmm. to make them press to try and get one ten, if you if, if they got to try and get one ten, and you control and you control the pace and you really go at them on offense, you have a shot because you don't have like I said, you don't have to try like if you just get them playing at eighty percent, you got a shot. Mm-hmm. You know what bothers me about Nets fans, real quick? <laughs> Is there's none of them, or <laughs> no, they, 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 they 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 have some. But it's like they see KD get one block. They see Harden 
still one pass in the lane, and then they start acting like these boys, like their boys, be playing defense. Collect the boys <laughs> Steve, Steve Nash used to get steals in the lane. Steve Nash used to, you know, <laughs> point guard in the league can get a steal in the lane. Like, are you serious? They, they, used to, they used to hate it. They used to hate on Steph Curry defense. Steph Curry used to get in the lanes and do that, get steals. That don't necessarily mean you are a great defensive player. But they, even even if they do have a, a good defensive player, they don't. They're not a great team defense. Mm-hmm. Like those top three guys, they're like, hey. This ain't our forte. So they don't even have like a defensive stopper where it'd be like, okay, go go guard Giannis. They don't have that. Yeah, they I'm with Ross. They were some Sixers fans, man. <laughs> Sixers fans, at least y'all, y'all, y'all been around, y'all been the same way for a minute. They they Nets fans acting brand new, bro. They, they acting brand be, new. They ass is equally annoying in the group. I don't give a damn. No, they, uh, I, at least they just show up even though they lost. Some I, I guess. Say. See, Sixers fans gonna be there when they lose. That's one thing. Nets fans, that's that's silly. That's silly. so remember, but when I put the eyes, that, that's they Crickets. they were no they were nowhere to be found, bro. At least Ross gonna come up and say, "Well, you know, this happened. This happened." Jarvis gonna make some type of excuse. The Philly fans are gonna. Mike Johnson's gonna have some scientific long, long explanation of why. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Hey, but at bro. least they're there. I'll give them that. I got a quick. I got a quick question, Andy. Mm-hmm. What the hell, your Bulls gonna do, man? Mm. <sighs> I, I can't tell you. I can't fucking tell you, dude. Uh, if perfect world, we tr- we like get really lucky in the draft lottery or something, and like are able to get like Kate Cunningham or somebody insane. What I mean, okay, Chicago, Chicago. Like we, you talk about. Uh, like classic places to play, obviously with the playoffs and and the spotlight that's been on the Knicks and and the Mecca. I mean, the United Center is a fucking pretty historic place to play as well. The house that Jordan built. I mean, Chicago is the top three city in America. It, oh, I, I mean, I, it, and now now they have you know AK in the front office, and you have more of an identity or a coach that actually knows how to coach basketball and Billy Donovan. Um, so I think. I think you have to go get a four. You have to go get like a solid four, in my opinion. That should be the first move the Bulls do because you like Lori Markinen's there. Yeah, but I, there's been reports for two or three years that he's been unhappy and wants to leave because, I mean, you know what you have at the guard position. Like you can build around Kobe White mm-hmm. and uh, Zach Levine at the two. And then, I mean, the pick and pop game is what they got when they went out and got Vooch uh, yep. for, to play the center. So I think you need to go get a solid four. To to that that's able to play in the pick and pop game and knows what he's doing. I mean, but then again, Thad Young had a had a pretty great year last this last year. Pretty pretty solid. I know Thad Young's not like a flashy name or a sexy name. When no, you think about I it. like I like no, him. but he I mean, he can hoop. But and then you see what you have with Pat Pat Williams at the three. But I mean, I, I think it all depends on what draft pick they get this year and if they're aggressive, you know, moving moving forward or whatever. But if if I'm if I'm the Bulls, take the best four available, or take go go find somebody in the free agent market, or we just get a star. You have to get another star with Levine and Vucevic. It's just not enough. You know what I mean? What player like to make a trade to 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 feel like you could be competitive next year? Who would be your untouchable players that you would not trade regardless uh, for to try and get a star? You don't have to name a star, but you know if you were trying to put your best package together. 
who would you say are untouchable would not get included in any in any uh, trade in deal? any deal? Well, I think you'd have to say Levine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you Vuk, Vucevic just because like you don't like you just got him like you you can't give him up this early? But I, other than that, I mean, you want to see what Kobe White is because he's so young. And, and and maybe Williams, but like other than that, I think you can just. There's not a lot that's it's really untouchable here for for Chicago, Respect. at least in my opinion. That's and right. I mean, like what what have they done recently that would make anybody untouchable? You, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Like they're gonna fuck around and get the seventh pick in the draft every goddamn year, just be the most mediocre team in 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 the history of fucking basketball well obviously not but it's just like this, say, hey no, i'm a Suns fan don't, don't no, 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 no i know i know i'm just, start, just it, it, it's very very frustrating so wizards fans feel the same way too right oh okay you guys are from the dmv right does anybody give a fuck about the wizards like do you have yeah, they, <laughs> like, they, like, they, they, the sad thing is they got a good following hill and i used to actually go to a lot of the wizards games yeah. you know just because we're, we're in the area they have a good following and they actually want them to do well the yeah. Wizards, Wizards have a more um like in in DC, people follow the Wizards, the Nats, and the uh, no, they don't they don't really follow Redskins. It's the Nats and the Capitals. That's what that's what they follow in DC. They don't really follow Washington, but um they got a strong following. It's just they just don't win. They will they just don't them. win. And, and to Ross, Ross is saying that. Bro, I I, I, suck, I suck at Facebook, bro. I just accepted you. So if you if you accepted me a long time ago, I apologize. I, if you requested me a long time ago, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I suck, so, bro. <laughs> Some great comments we've had here all night from the everybody keeping the conversation going. So I know this is going a little bit long. Let's wrap it up here. One, the last uh, thing I really wanted to talk about is we got to talk about Damian Lillard's huge night last night, guys. NBA record, 12 threes made, 55 points. He took the game to overtime. He hit a shot to tie it again to take it to double overtime. Nuggets actually do end up beating the Blazers 147-140. But Lillard, 55 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds on 17 of 24 shooting. 12 of 17 from the three-point line. What the fuck else is he supposed to do? Is he ever going to get any help in Portland? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I mean, it's time. It's, it's time. He, it's time for CJ McCullough to go. I mean, right. he's he's giving you all he can. He's maxed out. Like it's all he can do. And, and, so it's time. And, and to, it's time the, to package his ass away and, <laughs> and 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 to try to do something else because this is becoming insanity at this point. And I'm starting to feel bad for my guy, Dane. And, and Dame is Dame, Dame has been trying to, you know, say I'm gonna be that loyal guy. I'm gonna play here my entire career. But you got like, hey, if if you're gonna make that happen, he got to go, he, bro. He's gonna Dame be like, hey, go. CJ, you my man's. I like CJ a lot. But you got to go, bro. Like we, they, they I love CJ. They they, they mm-hmm. have they have honestly peaked at what they're gonna do. You they know, were, that's they, back court. That's back court. You cannot. It's it's. I hate to bring a football analogy into it, but Warren Sapp got it's it's like his favorite saying is it's it works in almost all team sports. You cannot have the front end and the back end not working together and think that you can win. You gotta have front court in basketball and for you to just rely on guard play with McCullough and Dane, that ain't gonna get it done ever. 
So the like, last team that's really won an NBA championship without a top tier wing, and or or yeah. or forward, or you know what I mean? Uh, like how top tier Nurkic and Ennis uh, Cantor, you know, and I mean they had they're another team that's been bitten by the injury bug. They I think Zach Collins has the potential to be really good, but he's played like what like forty games, like maybe, so, uh, and then no. you know CJ he was seven for twenty two from Film the saying? floor. Film yeah, yeah. And it's and just like there's. What was Dame? Twelve for seventeen. You got they, to go, bro. From they, three, he was twelve. He made yeah. more threes than yeah, fucking. Yeah, you got to go, made, bro. <laughs> made field they, goals. Then you stepping out of bounds at the end of the game. Yeah, like, you're, not, yeah. you're not. You're not. You're not giving me nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I love you to death. You're good. You're a good guy. And that but, step back to go to o, to go to double OT, man. I, I about like, to say which one. That that, that right. one, but the one I, I like his step back because he actually does a legitimate step back and doesn't travel. Mm-hmm. And bro. Not the extra gather. Yeah, that that and his just that's an old school recess shot, bro. With just like a recess in your face when your teacher said, "All right, thirty more seconds to how I need to be lined up," and you know, like last bucket win. That's how you really? do when you were just in your driveway practicing and you was counting down in your yeah. head. Yeah. Three, two, huh, one. Drink. <laughs> Not break. <laughs> Drink. Trade CJ for Beal. Yeah, who says no to that? The, the Wizards immediately yeah, on getting that yeah, offer. That's not, that's not happening. Stupid <laughs> um, <laughs> haircut too, CJ. <laughs> oh, come on. We're just, we're just yep. ending the man right now. Uh, he deserved he it. it to himself. He did it to he himself. Does, yeah. So Remember when KD talked about y'all going to do what? <laughs> what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. When he said yeah. this shit on the podcast, he goes, anybody can win the championship. Anybody can. He goes, <laughs> Sure. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure they can. <laughs> right. Exactly. So in your guys' mind, you know, you know, Damien's very loyal. He's he said he wants to end his career in Portland. Where like do you guys think he should move on after this year? Or like do you think he needs to demand that Portland just gets really aggressive this offseason and goes to try to get him somebody else? No, he has to demand out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that so so that'll force their hand to get him what he needs. No, because because think about it. it, it all they're gonna do is mess it up. Like they're gonna just go get somebody. Like, oh look, we made a trade. No, he has to leave. He has to say, "Hey, I'm tired of y'all. Send me somewhere, somewhere else." For him to flourish somewhere else, it's it's not happening in Portland. I'm sorry, I'm, it's just not happening. Touche, touche. And, yeah. and I know as a player, like as a player, like you just you want to. Have Cut that from marquee. an old school club. Yeah, you want to have that marquee career. You want to stay is. with your franchise. You want to get them to the promised land. You want to be able to do that. That's where all the glory really is. But in, in reality, in the modern NBA, you may never get there doing it that and way. That, and that's always been my point of don't, like, I don't care what nobody says. I don't mind players leaving these teams and, and, and stuff <laughs> like that. Because guess what? If you stay – then that team is just gonna be like, all right, here you do what you gotta do. You know, hey, you got us to the playoffs. You're our um, our savior, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, like do what you gotta do. That's best for your career. Yeah, and your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Dame, honestly, whatever he does, like people are gonna follow. He's another guy that, like, I think uh, that people just gravitate to. Cause I think he's one of the most likable players in the NBA. Like, regardless of of team or whatever, just because he has that chip on his shoulder. He's, you know, he's a kid from Oakland. He went to Weber state, some school that nobody's ever fucking heard of. And he's put, I don't want to say put Portland on the map, but like 
You know, he brought he he is the Blazers right now. Yeah. Like Damian Lillard yeah. is the Blazers. Uh, so I know that this has gone a little bit long. So I have just have one question I want each of you guys to answer, uh, and then we'll close it out. Let you guys plug everything one more time. So each of you guys, I want you to give me your Eastern and Western Conference Finals, and then uh, your champion. So I'm going to start with you, uh, uh, Hill. Mm. So I got the Bucks and the I got the Bucks and the Hawks. In the Eastern Conference Finals, with the Bucks winning the that Hawks, one. yeah, because they got a, they'll play the um, who they play next, right? They'll play the Sixers, right? They, they play the uh, winners. Okay, Sixers, no yeah. beat. Okay, they play the okay. Sixers yeah. or, or the Wizards. Yeah, so I had the I had the Bucks in the Hawks Eastern Conference. So I had the Bucks coming out. I got uh the Lakers uh making it to the Western Conference Finals against um who they face. Uh, it will be Denver or Portland, bro. Next? No, who yeah. would they? Who would they? Oh, no, who the they it would be either Utah, Utah or, or, or Dallas. Clippers, Dallas, or Memphis. Utah. I gotta go. To, I got the um. Got us going against Utah. I got us going to the finals. I got the finals. The Lakers and the and the and the, the Bucks. Okay. All right. Um, I, I'll go next. Um, coming out the East. Um, I'm gonna do a bold prediction. Like, if Embiid can't get back on this floor, in my eyes, they can't win the series. Um, and I think if the Wizards make it to the next round, I think they can beat the Hawks or the Knicks. I think Brooklyn and Wizards go to the conference finals. I'm a Brooklyn's gonna take it. No, no, I'm sorry. Wizards and the Bucks go to the conference finals. Bucks (laughs) are gonna take it. I don't know why I said that. I'm just um and then for I, mean, either the last, way, I can i can cut it up so it just make it sound like if the if the brooklyn does yeah, make you don't it, have to cut it um and then you know it just if ad can come back and give bron some help then i of course i gotta be a laker fan and go lakers and utah like like hill and then i got uh you know of course i'm, I'm lakers to win the chip See you. You got. You can have faith in me. Like, yeah. My gosh, I respect yeah. it. You be a homer. I respect it absolutely. You got damn right. They go uh, accuse us. Uh, they accuse us anyway. So I'm do it. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, I'll close it up with you, brother. All right. So, really, like, I've been going back and forth whether I wanted to do Philly or the Hawks, and that Joel Embiid injury. It's it's really. If, if if they don't have Embiid, this is it. And we said that earlier. If if they don't have Embiid, this is it. And with that that tourney, I don't know how you know how productive he will be. So I, Eastern Conference is definitely going to be the Bucks and Hawks because with no Embiid, you know they're just going to kind of they're going to be able to outscore them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm going to do that. Um, you going to be a homer? Yeah, why? Not? Fucking right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, that's. I'm, I'm going. I'm for the Western Conference. I'm going chalk. Utah, Phoenix. Um, just because I, I think that you know, the Clippers. I think they'll have. I think they'll have a tough time with with Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I'm going Phoenix in the finals. Phoenix. Phoenix and Milwaukee. Now that's a team. I know I said if y'all make it out past us, I got y'all going. Y'all going if y'all match up with their Utah, 
that's gonna, gonna be a, that's this, gonna be a tough series. That's a dog fight. That shit might be 75 to 79. Like, oh, absolutely. But just think how good a Phoenix and Utah and not not Utah, but Phoenix and Milwaukee final. Like we haven't that we no one would have predicted that, right? And it's like if if the blue bloods of the NBA the aren't gonna be there, the I would rather would hate see, to see that. <laughs> but I would like to see that because like like I I've been saying. For the last couple of days, we're living in, on, on the era. We're in the era of change, bro. Like mm-hmm. the new guards are coming in, so it's like we got to get used to seeing different teams now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm rooting for all the small markets. I mean, because especially because you know how bad fucking Adam Silver in the NBA wants like Brooklyn, LA, or something mm-hmm. like the biggest markets possible. But Phoenix and Milwaukee would be. I mean, not only great basketball, but just hilarious in the, in that in that standpoint. When a year where they could have had L.A., New York, and, and just freaking out. But guys, I know we have to go here, so I want to let you guys plug Three Man Weave one more time, or your own personal Twitters if you want to follow you on Twitter, any social media, Facebook, whatever. Join the Three Man Weave Facebook group. Awesome stuff in there, funny memes, like actual, like legit sports talk and opinions and stuff like that. Great content from different podcasts and other things. So I'm giving you guys the floor. Whoever wants to start, plug yourselves, plug the podcast, uh, give us an update on the schedule, any new episodes you got coming up. You know, just you catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. Once again, you can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, the updated schedule when we're going to do our shows will be coming in the next couple weeks. Uh, until then, you can catch us on. You can catch our catalog. Like I said, it's available on Instagram, YouTube, um, all major podcast <laughs> platforms. Like I say, I'm Hill, AJ. That's Cannon. Three man we yeah. And we before we get out, we just want to personally thank you, Andy. It, it's it, it's been a blast. Um, we love what you got going on here at the brew party. Hey, thanks, bro. Um, I'm gonna have a like, brew next time. Like I said, next yeah. time we have to. So you guys, are, that's what I have to say. I said, you guys are recurring guests, so whenever yeah. I ask, you have you have to come back. Yeah. Oh, um, especially, <laughs> and you got to come on too. So anytime, I would yeah. absolutely love to fucking join yeah. the weave, the four man weave. We'll yeah. call it. Yeah. Yeah. There uh, we go. <laughs> but <laughs> a football season, I want to have you guys back because I know okay. we got a Bengals fan, we got a, a WFT fan, the football yeah. team. Yeah. We don't need a candy ass nickname, okay? Yeah. Uh, and then the Cowboys fan here as well. So we'll definitely more collaborations in the future. I'd, I'd love to have you. Oh, yeah, I, I loved good. everything was said. Um, I know we we didn't get to every series, but we went in depth on a lot of stuff and. Great, great content. This was an awesome episode, episode 63 of the Brew Party podcast. The video is available now on our YouTube, youtube.com slash the Brew Party, on Facebook at the Brew Party podcast, or on Twitter. Love it. Love the t-shirt. You got to do the promo. We got two of them. Uh, <laughs> and then you can find us on Twitter at the Brew Party. We're also on Instagram at the Brew Party. Follow Three Man Reeve on Instagram and on Twitter at Three Man Weave underscore. And then they're on Facebook at podcast.3.man.weave. I think I did that right. Uh, yeah. But check them out. Awesome content from them weekly. Uh, join the party. We'd love to have you. Subscribe to us Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. So that was our. That was our basketball chat. Uh, NBA, we talked about Coach K. We got into a lot of awesome stuff. Look out for more stuff with the Brew Party and Three Man Weave in the future. Thank you so much to everybody who uh, kept the comments coming, kept the conversation going as well. And thanks again to Three Man Weave. I really appreciate you guys coming on and joining the show. Uh, 
seriously had such a fun time awesome conversation oh, yeah. loved all the takes cannot wait uh for the next one guys all right so this is the brew party podcast we are getting the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> Move Javante Davis, living young, got room for patience. This is a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic, baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up, you're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man weed. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man wing. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it.